For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are talking with Walt Mueller. Um, Walt, uh, our question today is uh, what was something you did to foster relationships with parents um, all the way back when you were in, in youth ministry? And you kind of referenced this a little on the first day as one of the best things you did was seeing the importance of partnering with parents. But um, can you give yeah. us any specifics on how you came about that or what were some practical um, things that you did? Yeah, yeah. Well, we became very intentional um, about doing this, about what is now called family-based youth ministry, you know, back then there wasn't that name for it, but we were endeavoring to do it. Um, and actually, the shift for me took place because when I came out of seminary, a professor had asked me, you know, now that you're going back into youth ministry, what are you going to do with parents? And my answer didn't satisfy him. <laughs> so he really, really pushed me to think in new ways about this. My answer, quite simply, was, well, I'll do what I've always done with parents. I'll meet with them three times a year, tell them about what we're doing in the youth ministry, and then. I didn't say it this way, but I think my voice and my tone probably communicated this. It sounded like I was saying, then I'll get out of my hair, you know, <laughs> uh, because I'm the guy who's doing youth ministry. And, and I don't, I, honestly, I don't remember really being arrogant about that, but there was a, a functional arrogance there, you know, that I had to deal with. So he sat me down, and, and I really appreciate this conversation. This was the providence of God in my life. And he said, you know, parents become, or kids become just like their parents spiritually. So you need to reach out to and you need to nurture parents. And you should not be undermining the authority of parents. So mm -hmm. it, there, there's a lot there. So when, when I started to make this shift, let me just start to rattle off some things and stop me and ask questions if I'm going to. Yeah, faster. go for it. Yeah, so um, first thing is I just, I just wanted to get to know them. So I would take time on like Sunday mornings to pull parents aside, just ask them how they're doing, ask them questions about their kids. When kids would be dropped off for youth group or kids would be picked up at youth group, I would be out in the hallway if the parents were walking in or I would be out in the parking lot just going over and, you know, creeping the parents out, you know, walking up <laughs> to the open window and asking them questions. So, you know, just get to know them that way. Secondly, get really get to know their kids. And, and as you get to know their kids, Look for ways to encourage parents with maybe some new understanding of ways that you've seen their children act um, that they would be proud of, that they would be happy with. Like, hey, you're not going to believe what your son just did. And of course, you know, once you say that to a mom or to a dad, they're they're going to fasten their seatbelt and think, <laughs> yeah. oh no, here Price it goes. For impact. But you know, po yeah, point out point out some of the great things that they're doing. And, and part of this can be, again, it's just encouragement, you know, oh, yeah. to, to, to say, Hey, Hey, I'm seeing this in your, in your son or your daughter. And, um, you know, even just to, to mention 
if it's not a particular action or a behavior that you've seen, mention the bent, the spiritual bent, the giftedness, the abilities that maybe you're starting to see in them. Because what we have to realize is many, many parents of teenagers are just trying to survive those years. They've got their fingers crossed, they're on their knees, they're, they're praying, they're asking the Lord, just get me through this, get me through this. And many of them, they just, ex- they just expect something to go wrong. <laughs> so hit them with the unexpected when things go right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, I, th- that's a huge point. Um, sorry I jumped in on you. but No, Mike, no. In Mike Emlett's book, Crosstalk, um, he talks about viewing everyone as saints, sinners, and sufferers. And w- one of the things he talks about is just um, is viewing someone as a saint is, is praising them when, they, when you see God's grace in their life or their giftedness. And, and that is such a huge point um, for youth workers, like you said, to, to encourage the parents uh, when you yeah. see uh, that evidence of grace in a student's life. Because like you said, they are often beat up or they're waiting for you know the negative news that they hear about their child. And so the Lord can use that in a mighty way. So that's just an excellent point you're making. Yeah. Well, another thing would be uh, a simple thing, and that is to just show up. And when I mean show up, you know... Um, Kids have games, kids have plays, they're in the band, uh, they're on a debate team, you know, they're in a horseback. I mean, whatever the activities are the kids are involved in, find out about those and just make time to go. And one of the things that was, I'll tell you what, when, when if you're a married youth worker and you have children, that's, take them along. Take your mm-hmm. wife and your children along. Um, it's cheap entertainment, number one, for you, because you're living on a low budget, right? So you take them to a game. Your kids don't. They have no clue they're not at, a, you know, not at an Eagles game. I had to throw that in, John, the Eagles. You know, <laughs> you know they're at a high school football game they, or what? Did they just play recently or something? Yeah, they yeah. did. I'm still waiting. I haven't watched yet, so I DVR'd it. i got to figure out if they beat the Patriots. <laughs> not. Um, we should come back and talk about that, because I, I have to tell you about my conversation with our friend Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back. Yeah, bring that up. You know, so anyway, we, we, so, you know, you bring them along, and it's almost like, this sounds horrible, but it's like walking a puppy in the park. Hmm. Everybody comes over to talk to you. Hmm. So your kids, when you have your kids with you, again, again you're, you're spending time with your children, and it's not that you're using them as tools, but you start to realize that these, my children break the ice. Mm-hmm. You know, they help break the ice with parents. So, so you've got that. I would say as well, um, always, always, always communicate everything very clearly to parents and do it in a way that's respectful, that's going to generate respect, that's going to cast you in their eyes as a responsible adult and ally to them. You know, irresponsible youth workers, they just, they, they undermine themselves left and right. And to just be an adult and be responsible and take responsibility. I mean, it, it, parents are entrusting mm-hmm. their kids mm-hmm. to you, you know, and their safety to you. So, um, you know, yeah, that, as you, so first communicate, but then make sure that you're communicating everything in respectful ways. Yeah, that can send a lot of just yeah negative signals to the parents if you're one who's kind of shooting from the hip. <laughs> they take that and interpret that as okay. What am what are you going to be doing when you take my child for a week on this, you know, youth conference or, or whatever? So that is a, a huge point. Yeah, yeah. So you want to do that. So communicate everything. Um, the other thing would be with communication is let them know about the youth culture. 
parents by and large are pretty oblivious to things that are going on and this is what we do here at CPYU part of what we do is for example you know we'll put out a trend alert and a trend alert is hey you know wake up take a look at this this is happening this is not to say your kids are doing this or they're going to do this but it's happening out there and they're going to hear about it they're going to have a choice to make and here are some ways for you to not only be aware but equip them to make good choices and not go down roads that they shouldn't go down. So, and, and that's what we say with CPYU. Anything you find you know, at CPYU.org, just pass that on. I mean, we, we've got enough stuff there that youth workers should be passing on information about culture at least once a week. And there's plenty of things that they can take from our site and you know, glean from our site and, and pass that on. So you know, that would be um, a huge thing. And I would say as well, never undermine the authority of parents. So when I would meet with parents in the beginning, I would say, you know, now many of you don't know me. Uh, here's who I am. Here's what I'm doing. Here's my mission with your kids. And I want to have great lines of communication. And then jokingly, you know, I'd say something like, um, I want you to know that I won't believe 95% of what my, what your kids tell me about you, and I would ask you not to believe 95% of what your kids tell <laughs> you about me. And if you have That's a question good. about anything, please communicate. Because, it, you know, sometimes, well, a lot of times, things get lost in translation. No, but here's the other thing. In terms of undermining parents, they, they have first right of, of refusal, and I know they shouldn't refuse it, but that's the way I'm saying it, on, on exercising authority in their kids' lives. So when a kid comes to you and says, I need to tell you something, but you got to promise me not to tell my parents, don't ever make that promise. And when you discover something about a young person that mom and dad don't know, don't promise that you're not going to tell mom and dad. You confront the student, obviously, but I think one of the best ways for us to love our students is to say to them, I love you enough that uh, I want to be sure your parents know about this. Mm -hmm. and, and then I would go down a number of roads, depending on which road uh, a teenager would choose. So the first thing would be to say, you know, you need to talk to your parents about this and then tell them when you're done talking to them about it. I want them to call me to just let me know that you've made them aware. And it could, you know, it could be a situation, it could be a behavior, something like that. Um, or if they say, no, I'm not going to do that, say, well, you know what? If you need some support, I'll come along with you while you tell your parents, and I'll be there just to support you. I'm not going to do the talking, but I will be there to support you. And if that fails, just say, you know, I love you enough that I'm going to have to tell your parents. If you choose not to, I love you enough, and I'm willing to risk our relationship. I don't want to see it go south, but our relationship is strong enough and I care for you enough that I need to talk to your mom and dad about this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And moms and dads really appreciate that. For sure. Uh, and that's something... Because that, it, yeah, you're recognizing their authority. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that's something... Just a few scenarios come to mind where I've had the, these those types of conversations with students and I, I think I can say... Every time I've had to do that, um, you know, it, it did not ruin the, the relationship I had with that student. Um, that, you know, obviously there were times where they pushed back or they were frustrated and angry at me. 
but in the end they saw the wisdom in it and they appreciated it and, and the Lord, you know, used that. Um, so yeah, just to reiterate that, it's a great point. Yeah. And, and uh, as I say to youth workers all the time, you know, relationships scream louder than anything else in the world. And if you have a good relationship with a student, there may be blips, there may be pushback, there may be some times of silence, but the foundation that you've built with that relationship is, is I, I truly believe God allows that to prevail. Hmm. And so I think your words will be heard over the screaming of the culture. They may not always be believed or followed immediately. They may go in another direction. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, I think that's important. Yeah. All right. Well, was there anything else you wanted to add? No, I mean, there's a lot more we could talk about with parents, but those are some of the basic uh, basic ways that we, we really worked hard to to encourage and support parents. Hmm. Well, those are very, very good. So thanks again, Walt. 